Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Headstuff Podcast Network, welcome to Motherfuck Lore, a podcast about words, Irish, Irish words, and words from Ireland. I'm Derek O'Shea. I'm Geraldine McAvoy. And I'm Padre Kravonik. And yes, it's um, a little emotional, but we wanted to see you all before we uh, rode off into the sunset. <laughs> there be, no, to... be no riding. <laughs> 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 we not, not on camera anyway no. <laughs> only at a safe social distance no <laughs> Jesus indeed if you can ride from two metres away Andy has frontage <laughs> god yeah sure sure what else could you be wanting ah lad but- stop not the riding already <laughs> where did you put it who had who had 48 seconds for the first sex <laughs> reference congratulations mm-hmm. you've won a turkey absolutely <clears throat> which one of the hosts hang on we have a question which? oh my god we've got a question already which one of the hosts gets custody of us? Actually, I've I've foreseen this. It's it's going to mm. be a, a a very bitter custody battle. Like think Kramer versus Kramer between Garadine and Derek, um, to the point that they they exhaust all of their resources and unfortunately you're all stuck with me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So my apologies. And then it was just about me and Derek hating each other, not yeah. me and Derek actually wanting custody. You know, yeah. staying together just so we can hurt each other more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like that, um, that Adam Driver film where he punches the wall. But I'm Adam Driver and you're Scarlett Johansson crying with that terrible haircut. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Scarlett Johansson is cast to play Derek in the uh, Motherfucker movie. <laughs> She's got great range. Yeah, she great has range. phenomenal range. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Can she play a white person? I mean, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know man. Stay together for the kids. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, she's not, people don't really say no to her much. I'm sure she just, you know, gets to play whatever part she wants. And what are we going to do? Scarlett Johansson isn't the reason we're here today. Um, what? I yeah, have I notes. Know. I have fucking notes about Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Scarlett Johansson isn't the reason we're here today. We thought we, um, this was for the final thing. that we, I wanted to maybe go through, yeah, obviously, some questions people have, some comments people have, and some anecdotes about how the show got made and some, some of the behind the scenes malarkey that happened and as well as say, you know, our own favourite memories from the show if that yeah. makes sense I'm really looking forward to people seeing how much we struggle when we try to do this like locally like some of you mm-hmm. have been to our like I'm sure maybe have been to our like live shows and have like seen us struggle there but like not everybody has mm-hmm. so now you get a unique opportunity to see how many fucking takes we have to do this in <laughs> <laughs> 
We managed yes. to get the intro ready, but wait till we do the outro or fucking oh. forget and then mm-hmm. have to do it 25 minutes later. <laughs> I'll probably start off, I mean, roughly four years ago, we did our first episode and mm-hmm. our first episode, we had, we had Shuin as well. And apart from that, it was, it was, the, it was myself and Gargine and Patter. And we talked about, you know, we didn't think, we thought that, you know, by the time we finished this episode, no one was going to ask us about that anymore. But yes, it was about the letter V and it became a kind of a, a regular thing. And if anyone is actually thinking of doing their own podcast, the first bit of advice is I get is... When new listeners come in, the first thing they do is listen to your first episode when you are at your least experienced, not your worst. So if you ever do um, start your own podcast, um, delete your first episode after maybe four or five weeks <laughs> and then let something else be your official first episode. I, I thought you were going to say, if you're going to do a podcast, be very fucking good. Well, I mean, yeah, be I mean, really good from episode number one, because that's what they will listen but, to. But people who are good don't need advice. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something even nicer. If you're listening to a new podcast and the first episode isn't great, give it time. I thought that's where you're going with it, but you're yeah. like, no, delete the first episode. It's shit. <laughs> I generally say when you go to a new episode, actually listen to the most recent episode. And what I'm actually thinking of doing, um, well, I'm going to do tomorrow when I'm just, you know, um, morning the show, I'm going to make playlists of starter episodes. And uh, so when people go on Spotify, they'll have like a start, like a, uh, a taster pod of seven or eight episodes. So good question has just come in on the chat from oh. Ante. So wasn't there a deleted first motherfucklore episode? And there, I, I say there no, there wasn't, because there was a never aired first motherfucklore <laughs> episode. There was one that was so bad, it was meant to be episode one, and it wasn't episode one. Was there episode were none ever. There were actually about three um, or four episodes that never made the, um, <laughs> not, never, never saw the surface of the earth because they were, all, yeah, there's, they were awful. There's a few. There's a few. There's, yeah, there, there, there's there's one, right, yeah, there was one. There was one where a contributor got so angry and <laughs> there's one where a contributor got so angry that like it was, um, you know, they couldn't be, they couldn't be respect, um, disagreed with in a charming way. And I thought, let's just let them tire themselves out and then just delete the recording. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a few um, where, like, you'd have a hastily cobbled together episode that was just me and Garadine and Derek, and that <laughs> that might give you an indication as to when the planned episode with someone uh, didn't quite work out uh, yeah. for one reason or another. Uh, there was... Release the files. I think the Patreons need to hear this one. Conspiracy mm-hmm. theory on what the forbidden episodes were. There's a question from Mira. How long do we wear the morning veil? I think it's until the widow remarries. It's at, so, at least after Christmas. You have to wear it until Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. No, until, that, um, until the widow remarries. So until Garadine yeah. gets her own podcast. Yeah, that could be mm-hmm. ages, lads. <laughs> so sometimes episodes, they, they, I actually think, oh, let, let's park that for a while until, you know, because that, that, that felt a bit, you know, um, a bit fizzy. And so one, one particular episode, I thought that it was a bit fizzy. There was, um, there, I thought it could be a bit controversial. And I thought I'd rather listen to it with a cool head in a week or two's time. And then after reflection, myself and Brian thought, you know what, this is a good episode. Let's release it. What didn't what we didn't realize then was um, Garajin made a comment about a, a Midland celebrity, a favorable comment. And and then we released it that about a week after she made a, a, a favorable comment with the very same Midland celebrity, Mr. Niall Horan. And it sounded like two episodes yeah, in a row. Okay, it sounded like yeah. she was just nonstop talking about Niall Horan I and kissing Niall Horan. <laughs> it was never our intention to put these episodes back to back and it created an unfair oppression of Gary. And I'd like to apologize yeah, in front thanks. of all our witnesses. To be, to be fair, though, if you had potentially at one stage possibly maybe shifted Niall Horan, I think I talk about it every week. 
Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I do like, but um, I just, I, in that particular instance, that wasn't what was happening. So I just didn't want to create this false narrative. If Niall Horan ever listened to our podcast, he'd be like, wow, that girl's really fucking weird. I definitely didn't shift her. In fairness, he probably didn't like <laughs> Well, you can say, I wasn't her weird f- back then. Yeah, well, no. That's our first surprise mm. of the evening we have in the waiting room, Mr. Niall Horan. Niall Horan! <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I wish we did. That would be so cool. But well, we don't. The best thing about that gag is that Motherfuckler has such an international audience and people are tuning in from all over the world. And Motherfuckler also has such a young and hot and sexy audience that jokes about this is your life just go over their fucking head. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's going to be a load of old man jokes that normally Brian cuts out of the editing and I podcast. have to fucking sit through I uh, have to sit through and, and, be like, and you have to Google you have to yeah. Google just to get the cultural touchstone we're referring to what are you talking to. about but, like but who this is, is Lugs Brannigan I don't know if I, like F in the chat if you know who fucking Lugs Brannigan is because I don't <laughs> yeah. know and I had to listen to, to, to you talk about it well, a big thing is in, I see this in, in children's cartoons one of the, th- the great things of being a dad is you see uh, that a lot of children's cartoons are blatantly plagiarized off old television and oh, yeah. parents recognize them and so people will so some of our younger listeners will eventually look at a rerun of the two ronnies and realize that it's a slon for me and a slon i'm sure is a direct reference to the two ronnie sign off was it yeah <laughs> no, it's goodbye for me and a goodbye from him yeah but it's a slon saying goodbye isn't doesn't belong to somebody directly yeah, but you, way, you know that like the goodbye is not exclusive to it to the two ronnies so it's so a, what, you're saying, what you're way, saying in, yes. your, in your head canon it was mm-hmm. a, a, a a tribute to Ronnie Corbett you, and Ronnie Barker. You think I wear these glasses for my health? <laughs> yes. I, you think I wear them for my eyesight? Are they, are they, are they plain lenses all this time? <laughs> it's just hipster lenses. Like. Mm. So that was the... People was, think you're useful at work if you wear glasses. It's amazing. <laughs> you can actually record a podcast during daytime and they won't notice. That was the... Uh, Tremendous story of our first episode. I will, I will, I'll give a tip to anybody starting um, a podcast. If you are going to start a podcast in your first episode, deal with the topic, but not completely. Like, say, for example, oh, off the top of my head, one of the eight letters not featured in the Gaelic Irish alphabet <laughs> and promise that you're going to get around to the rest of them. And then four years later, when you know that the clock is running down on your podcast, maybe do a half-assed job of covering all of them in one go. Yeah, well, I think, listen, the thing is, people, just keep Niall the, has entered the chat. Sorry, keep, fucking keep who? Sorry. Niall who? What? <laughs> it's our Niall. Okay, good. Okay, Great it's stuff. not Niall Horan. Jesus Christ. Um, it might be. It might be. I think, yeah, the thing is, initially I thought there was a few, when I started, when I went to Alan Bennett, not the, not the English writer Alan Bennett, Alan Bennett, who's the head of Head Stuff, and he knew that I had a, a, I had a popular Twitter account and I had a book coming out and he was talking to you, well, what's this, do you have a, what's your podcast idea? And I said it was, it's based about Irish, but it was going to be, the tone was going to be QI meets Sesame Street. And that's where I had this idea initially that we'd have kind of a letter of the day. I didn't realize this podcast is going to go on for four years and that, you know, we'd, we'd, run, we'd you know, run out. We'd do 26 and then, weeks and then we cut. Well, it's, it's, it was kind of that. I thought, you know, that, that sh- that'll be plenty, you know, be, we'll run out of things to talk about. It didn't happen. We, we could probably... We could probably have many more times, but then once initially I thought, oh, let's have a letter of the of the week, and then it just it just got so tired so quickly after about two or three goes, and and then I thought, well, let's park that. And there was I had a few other cop concepts. I thought we were going to look at legal concepts of Breton interpretation versus a Bunrot interpretation, and that just 
yeah, Fizzle it was limited. The fuck out. <laughs> I mean, initially I thought like we can look at the news of the week from a brand perspective. No, we can't. It's an awful idea. Oh my god, that's, that's a terrible, a terrible idea. idea. That was fucking terrible. I'm glad you never brought that to us. We would have yeah. fucking ripped you to I, shreds with that one. Myself, really Anne Emer, actually, I don't want to do this podcast. It's just stupid. <laughs> <We're out. laughs> myself, Emer, and Jody Buckley Coogan recorded one episode like this, and it was it was so bad. It, I was I thought, well, you know what? Like at least we know now. At least you know now, and no one's ever going to find that tape. It's hidden somewhere in the Headstuff Podcast Network. It may you have get it after the 30 years, you know, when they release yeah. the files. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the Like the, the Zapruder tape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, God, yeah. God, I've mm-hmm. never even heard that one, you know. I just heard stories of it. Yeah, Emer like, was hungover up, or something, yeah. I think, maybe. Emer <laughs> was hungover. No, she just, um, she just handed in her thesis. That was it. She was academically hungover. Yeah, so <laughs> yes. she just handed in her thesis <laughs> and was like delirious and arrived at the podcast studios being like, <laughs> let's talk brand. So, um, Emer, sorry she can't make it tonight. She asked me to say hi to you all. Yeah, she is the uh, ginger spice of, of Motherfuck Door. She is going solo. I don't know. She's not. She just can't make it tonight. We're very sad that she can't be here. Yeah. Um, would be nice to but that's what you out. told me as well when you sent you slid into my DMs on Twitter asking to be part of it. You were like, oh, it's going to be Sesame Street meets QI. I think you might have also mentioned Countdown. And I was like, mm-hmm. I love Susie Dent. Absolutely. Let's do Countdown. And mm-hmm. then it was not any of those things. <laughs> So uh, yeah. you're a fucking liar, essentially. But we're here to confront you. Um, this is an mm. intervention about yeah. Derek and your life. This lying. is an intervention. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about me and my, my crazy ideas. No, it's, yeah. it did is. Sli- I think did I... he slide into your DMs, did he? He did, yeah. I had well actually him. Yeah. on Twitter oh so he had some God. nonsense about Brexit and oh, yeah. the Irish for Brexit on uh, Terma.ie and I used to work for Terma.ie and there's very specific rules about proper nouns I, I'm sure I've mentioned it why doesn't she have doctor in her Zoom name because I don't want to be like that person who has doctor <laughs> in her Zoom name <laughs> um, but so I um yeah, I was like, well, actually, the reason why it's just the Irish for Brexit is Brexit is because it's a proper noun. And that's that's you don't translate those generally speaking. And then um, you were like, wow, you're just the type of pedantic freak who'd be great for this podcast idea I have. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's mm. that's where I uh, directly yeah. point again. So. I thought because obviously you, like when you run an account like the Irish for you do, um, you do come across people, you know, who um, who have a who disagree with you and maybe who disagree with you from a height and in a, in a certain way. And when someone disagrees with you in, in an entertaining and an informed and gracious way, you think, oh, that, that's very cool. And then I saw that like, Gary, I looked at, at her other tweets and I saw the kind of research she was doing. Oh, that's exactly the kind of talent we need on, on my podcast. Talent. And, yeah. Shit posting. It's a talent, guys. That's why <laughs> they gave me the doctorate. I put it in my name. Mm-hmm. Um, God, that's an amazing <laughs> story when you consider that... Um, I sent Derek um, an Irish slang word for Mickey and he thought it was funny. So we had a burger and he invited me to be on a podcast. Oh my God, that's so weird. Mm. That's how mm-hmm. men, adult men make friends in the 21st century. Here's a dirty <laughs> word. Do you want a burger? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, yeah, yeah. it was about the, 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 it was the, the fireplace yeah. potato, wasn't it? Yeah, Falker and Tinton. <laughs> Yeah, oh and, and you've been making the same fucking jokes for what six, five, six years now. Mm-hmm. But it's just, that's, it's just very. That's funny. our it's, love language. Yeah, Mi- dick jokes. It Mira says burgers. that's our love, like dick, dick joke burger, dick joke burger. <laughs> yeah. But at some point in history, you know, pa- some some fellow was, you know, um, 
some I, I, I was in their house in Ireland in, in their shack and they were cooking a potato on a fire and they thought, hmm, that's a bit like a Mickey. And what shape was it? It was language. What was going on with the potato? It was Mickey shaped. It was Mickey shaped. Yes. On a fire though. You, oh, would you have never, have you never cooked? Yeah, well, a little. Sorry, it's cold. It's not cold. It's not a fire. fire. Like, <laughs> snow. <laughs> um, yes, indeed. Yeah, so that's how this jokes. podcast got going. Dick Mickey jokes. Yeah. Dick jokes and Bunsen burner. Bunsen burner. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Bunsen yeah. though. Bunsen's a great shout. That was a great shout. It's good burger. It's That's one of the great regrets I have with this podcast. Is that um. Casey's and Cork never sponsored me after all of that. Oh, after know, all after that all legwork that. I did. <laughs> I did oh, so after much all the fine work. talk. Man, at, if at anyone Walt, has at anything. Disney, at Walt Disney World in Disneyland, you look for hidden Mickeys. <laughs> yeah. I'm reminded because it came up on Twitter there recently. <laughs> that was James talking about Mickeys. Mickeys. Um, it came up on Twitter recently, but I was reminded um, because Euro Disney, they knew what they were doing. They put out a tweet saying food tastes better when it's Mickey shaped. Mm. Right, which is which is true because I've had corn dogs and they are delicious. Um, but anyway, they meant as in Michael Mouse. Um, anyway, the the Joseph O'Connor in his book, um, one of the Secret World of the Irish Male, I think the first one. Um, he goes to Florida in uh, nineteen ninety four for the World Cup with all the Republic of Ireland fans, and he goes around. Um, Disneyland with them and they're being shown around by a very um, ebullient and wonderful and lovely and galgoirach um, tour guide called Wanda who's shown them around and she introduces them to the largest freestanding Mickey in the world. <laughs> oh <my laughs> but she's introducing like 75 lads from Ireland to the no. largest free- and she's talking about how much she loves Mickey. Rides. No! Rides. And it's like, and mm-hmm. and would you be fond of the old ride yourself, Wanda? And she said, oh, I get up extra early in the mornings to come down and have a few rides. Oh, no. <laughs> like, rides for free before anyone's oh, here. Oh, rides for <laughs> free, yeah, before anyone else is here. So, yeah, Wanda, so, you dirt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I think it's just, and literally all Joe O'Connor <laughs> did was he wrote down what she said with these Irish lads taking the piss out of her. Unbeknownst to her, she, she probably didn't realise it until she read the book, if ever she did. Um, and uh, and it's still the greatest piece of uh, writing I've, I've ever Love read. That. She want, poor Wanda thought the lads were loving her Mickey content, oh, yeah. oh, and totally. they were, but not for the same reasons. They were they were just so interested in the uh, freestanding Mickey. <laughs> what the fuck is a freestanding Mickey? What the fuck well, is that? It's not supported by anything else, girl. <laughs> Stands up enough, and enough, uh, <laughs> enough Disney talk now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure you have loads of questions to ask us there. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Pater, what was your, uh, I guess, your first kind of motherfucker memory? Or when did you think that, you know, this, do you think that this is uh, <laughs> ever going to go anywhere? Do you think we, did you honestly think we were still going to be here in four years' time? Um, four years, no. But I figured it would have a decent run when I got into the studio and um, Shun Ni Huynh was there. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that lends this a lot of legitimacy because she's a very, very important person. And uh, and sure enough, uh, we, <laughs> we, did, we didn't have her back. 
We did. We had <laughs> Shimon back the, um, we had a couple of times. Like a few think, times. Yeah, a few episodes, yeah. But she was doing her own podcast, her own yeah. excellent just podcast, yeah, Bjorg Egan, yeah, which, which is just, just still amazing. going, and I heartily recommend you all mm-hmm. tune into. Uh, it's amazing. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anno, look, to be honest with you, I was completely and totally blown away by not just the expertise, but the energy that was in the room um, and just the crack that was having. <laughs> Ante wants to know, um, freestanding. Free <laughs> Freestanding Mickey or Free State Mickey. That would be, that's a nickname for Michael Collins, I think, isn't it? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. just the, the, the energy and the, the passion in the room was great. And I just thought it was always quite well facilitated by you. Um, you, you bring a lot of, I'm never going to say this again, so write this down. Mm-hmm. You bring a lot of humili- uh, humi- humility to the room um, and, and, and a little bit too much modesty like for what you know and what you've achieved and I think that makes things work that you're yeah. able to interview somebody and sometimes I'm sitting in the room with you and I know for a fact that you know more about the topic that you're interviewing someone on and you don't let that slide you know you don't let that uh, slip out and and yeah I think um, I think I knew there was some life in this but I didn't think we'd still be doing it four years later Fairly, yeah. fairly, fairly stunned. There must be some sort of mad um, statistic that somebody knows about podcasts. Like, how long does the average podcast last after episode mm-hmm. one? I think I think a, a, a staggering amount of them disappear after, like, three or four episodes. So, mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. years. This is episode 185, I want to say. Yeah. I think it's yeah, 85 or 6. We have another, um, we, yeah, we have another, we're going to, um, the, there was an episode we put out in Patreon where uh, Amy, Amy Lou O'Connor um, was talking about her Irish mythology tarot cards. And because oh. she's actually releasing that deck, I'm going to release that episode on main so more people hear about it because they are amazing. They're, it's, a, it's really exciting how all, every part of the tarot has a an Irish mythology reference to it. That, that That's completely valid for it. And I think it's something that a lot of people get will get a lot of enjoyment out of. So so that'll probably go out probably on the same day as this episode. Ooh, oh, cool. Fab. Hmm. Um, yeah. So episodes... I, I know everyone wants to know what, what's what's the host's favorite episode. What's your favorite episode, Derek? I was going to ask Garajine first about okay. her first impressions of uh, oh, the motherfucker studio and and but, the the um, experience because you had never planned on um on I being a broadcaster to a podcast before. I, I like I didn't listen. To, I do listen to podcasts now, but I definitely don't listen to podcasts like as much as like the average person who listens to our show listens to I have a few that I listen to kind of like quite regularly mm-hmm. um, but like this is not one of them sorry I'm already here for them I already know what happens so I don't listen mm-hmm. back but I would generally listen to the ones that I'm not on um, or the ones that I w- wasn't on I would listen to those ones but um, yeah I think initially I sort of didn't know what to expect and I wasn't really in the podcast scene so I didn't know what to anticipate from it so but I remember um I was coming home because I used to drive to the studios all the time because um, I worked the north side. So I would drive across um, and I'd park outside because usually we would we would, um, we would record in the evenings. So the parking was usually free. So and there was never anyone on Lombard Street. So I would park there. I mean, for, good, for good reason. Yeah. Lombard Street. <laughs> um, so I would usually park right outside and I would give you guys lifts home sometime or lifts somewhere. I drove past her home a few times and I can't remember where I was bringing you. It was maybe the train station one evening, Derek. Mm-hmm. And we were driving along with the keys and we were just chatting about it. And I'd say it was maybe, maybe three or four months in. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was the wintertime, I think, because it was dark. And you were saying that like, oh, I th- I see this 
having like the lifespan of a year. And I was mm-hmm. like, OK, like a year. Sure. I think that's probably a possibility. Um, yeah. And at that point, I wasn't really sure kind of where my contribution would be because I was kind of like, I'll just be brought in for like, the legal stuff and maybe some grammar and translation bits. Um, so that's kind of what I envisaged it being. But then it just kept going and people kept listening. Like, that's the thing that surprised me most. Like, people were actually fucking listening. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> the moment that I realised... It was a thing. It was one of the greatest moments in my life. If the person who did this is here, because I'm sorry I didn't get her name. <laughs> but I was in a pop-up girl talked one evening and I was heading home with my friend. So I was coming out the door. I opened the door and I was leaving. And just as I opened the door to leave, the girl right next to the door said, Gerodine. And I turned and I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, never mind. This is an Irish. She's like, oh, not bad. And then she turned and looked at me and she was like, I'm Tosa Gerodine on Mother Folklore. Are you Gerodine from Mother Folklore? And I was like, Yeah. And she was like, I was just telling my friend about your podcast. And I was like, I'm famous. It's happened. happened." (laughs) And I was freaked the fuck out. And I was like, oh, my God, thanks so much Mm -hmm. for listening. And it was the first time that I had like encountered that in the wild or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's a pop-up girl book, so like maybe not the wild, but like. Oh, it's fucking wild. It is wild. wild, Yeah. (laughs) But it was such a bizarre experience that I was like, shit, man, this, this actually like people are actually properly listening. Like I knew there was people on Twitter and stuff listening to us, but it was strange to see like that somebody that I didn't know had heard of it because like most of my friends like my non-Irish speaking friends who exist in that other part of my life sort of just knew this sort of weird thing that Gar does but like didn't really engage much with it so yeah I think that's when I was like oh damn this this has potential so I think yeah I I, I didn't expect it to be what it was and mm. I'm so grateful that it has been because I mean my new job has come as a direct result of being involved in in mother folklore like it's it's that's a fact. I met uh, my new boss at a conference and she was like, we were chatting, we we're chatting about the, oh my God, what a complete Ashing books. And she said, oh, I went to school with one of the girls. And I was like, oh, one of the girls was just on our podcast. And she was like, what podcast? And then she looked at my name tag and she was like, oh my God, do you do mother folklore? And I was like, yeah, now she's my <laughs> boss. <laughs> so we were together, or we're about to start working together. So it, w- it were not for, for mother folklore, I wouldn't have, have, have had that. So it's been... It's been really, really cool. Yeah. It's been fantastic. That, that, I'm, I'm so glad that happened for you. And I'm so glad just was that, that more or less with people, we, the team who've been involved in Mother Folklore have, um, it, it has opened doors for them. Um, I remember, cause I suppose, as I was saying there, we had, I had all these ideas going in, what the podcast is going to be like. <clears throat> I think it was probably the moment, Guardian, you actually mentioned to me that you wanted to talk about dyslexia and the Irish language that I realized that we had the potential to be like to to address so many more things that the that the that the keyhole of the Irish language was could show a lot a lot of things through it and it, it, we had the potential to open those things and I think to get back to your question better I think a lot of the episodes that have been most meaningful to me have been the ones where we've actually looked at um, how talking about Irish has allowed us to talk in a broader way about inclusion and so and I suppose and I think that that was that's been the way I suppose we talked about other minority languages and how that they where where they why they're similar and how they're different from Irish and how it talked about this was sign language and then obviously talked about um, um, Sinead Burke and her as her as a guest as well and I think those were significant because I think it was um, there's more than just crack there right just one second I was gonna that's oh, it's the BBC dad from um, from uh, with the kids coming in. No, oh no, yeah. it's, it's Aaron <laughs> no, it's a, coming in with a beer. A what a woman! Get round of applause for Aaron yeah. coming in with a beer. On yeah. Aaron, yeah. <laughs> I'm plaintively holding an empty cup of tea. You know, nothing's coming up those stairs. Yeah. <laughs> God, a little bit. 
Erin didn't, didn't want to be on camera. And, you know, she came like in with, with the pint, though. Fair play to her. What, what a cameo. It, it's really hot. <laughs> so it's really it, hot. <laughs> it's really hot, so I really needed to cool down. So that, oh, you I know, thought you said the beer was hot. I thought no, you were no, just no, shading the, your wife. Look how frosty cold that is. John, My John wife, wants to know what kind of beer you're drinking. For, well, for, oh, it's it's, it's um, eight degrees, which is a core company. And it's a sunburnt ale. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's a red ale. If yeah. you're listening, a bit of spancon if you're absolutely eight, eight degrees. And look, the glass has been in the fr- in the fridge. It's been oh chilled. Oh my god, she's oh, a keeper. Jesus oh my god, Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh That's my amazing. god, what a woman! <clears throat> what a woman! F in the chat for for Aaron, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a meme? Is that a thing? F in the I chat. I had to Google what that meant. Oh, it's, did you? A, it's a gamer thing. I, it's a gamer I, thing. Thanks for the F in the chat. Yeah, I, I'm done with the kids. I know what it is. <laughs> is that dank? Is it? Am I dank I saw, yet? <laughs> I saw someone post on Twitter and I was like, I don't know what F in the chat means. And then I Googled it and then I saw it on Urban Dictionary. Like everyone's yeah. cool yeah. aunt when she doesn't understand a reference. <laughs> <laughs> like the one who thinks LOL is lots of love. Yeah. So it's Cat like you, your, your, granny, your granny died last night. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> not very poggers of you. No, I'm I'm not poggers at all. Mira. Um, I don't know what that reference. I am. Is. Yeah. I am neither poggers nor pog champ. Um, no, we we had a guy in school. His nickname was Pog. It was based on his initials. But like, um, and uh, then we found out there was these things in America called pogs. I had no idea. Remember pogs? I, They're back. I loved pogs in pog mm. form. Remember Alfie's back in pocket form. Yes, uh-huh. enough. I think Simpsons references. It's, it's yeah, they're done. We can we can we can talk without referencing the Simpsons, can we? Uh, yeah, we can. But I mean, why yeah, well, you... we, it's was inevitably you have to. And it's it's just, it's like trying to not accidentally quote the Bible. Yeah, it's like finding a Bible verse. There's a Simpsons mm-hmm. quote for everything. <laughs> uh, apparently, um, Ezekiel twenty three twenty. I think is that the one. Um, is that like the path of the righteous man that's beset on both sides? This no, no, no. Bible it's quote. It's the one it's from Bible. Come on, stop. Okay. What's going it's, on? <laughs> it's the Bible quote about Mickey's. Oh, is it? Freestanding yeah. Mickey's or supported mm. Mickey's? Which free, one? Free, free state Mickey's. Freestanding, yeah. Freestanding. Free yeah, anyway, anyway, anyway that, that's enough. They have a little blue shirt on them. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we, we, we got a little off topic there. I don't think that's ever happened <laughs> before. Blue shirt Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was what cold. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> Anyway, yes, where, where episodes? Where, yeah, you, you, <laughs> episodes. Episodes. Your favorites are the meaningful ones, the ones where we talk about where we, yeah. where we try and make the world a better place. Talk yeah. about inclusivity and all that. Exactly, and and then it's, so. I think the fact that the, that the podcast is able to be more than just you know. Um, than just uh, uh, silliness and fun. We actually had the potential to do that. We had a that we had a third dimension. Mental, it meant that the laughs were more meaningful too. Oh, bless! Oh, that's nice. Because my favourites are the ones with the laughs. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like don't like serious stuff. I like serious stuff. Why would I like serious stuff? Mm-hmm. No. I know, but the no, ones no, with no. the laughs were great, crack man. Yeah. Like, do you remember Brianna Perkins? Yeah, that was like Brianna Parkins, they, that was poor a Brian episode. had to cobble together an episode for us just from us just Fuck having me. a fucking great time, yeah. and then we went for pints after. We did, <laughs> yeah, was that was great. class. That was brilliant. We went to O'Neill's uh, on yeah. Pier Street with like the former Sydney Rose, yeah, and our boyfriend, had a fucking great just time, sinking pints of Guinness, and yeah. I swear to God, like she swore more on mic than off mic it's like as soon as I went like how does this woman now work in television I know how does she <laughs> manage morning television as well like she does morning, morning television, television well. like. you cannot you cannot call people <laughs> shit cunts on morning television that is not something we can do yes 
Yeah, no, yeah. she's amazing. You, you jolly well can't. Yeah. <laughs> jolly, you you can't fudge that one. You probably can't even yes. do a fudge, can you? We can't say fudge. Sugar. No. Yeah. Well, you, you can say you're such like 10 siblings on morning television. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, the look she gave him. The oof felt all around the world. <laughs> oh, my God. Seamus, uh, is a, Seamus is a great guest. I enjoyed that episode. Yeah, that's really a good episode. Once upon a time. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week we breathe new life into old stories from folklore and mythology, from the mysterious landing of the old Celtic gods to the epic wars fought by Cúchulainn and Queen Maeve, right down to the petty squabbles between headstrong mortals and roguish fairies. We already have a huge collection available with a new episode every Wednesday. This is not just a podcast for folklore fiends, but for anyone who enjoys a good story. And who doesn't love a good story? My name is Kevin C. Olan, and I am your host and your fireside bard. Wherever you are in the world, you can always join me by the fireside. My poxy job and children have made me miss so many great guests. Derek said, fuck them kids. <laughs> uh, basically, I miss, I miss Brianna because that was, I think Art had just been born. You were on, you were on, so. you were on paternity leave for yeah. like mm. only four episodes. But um, can I just mm. say they were four great episodes. I mean, they were just mm. fucking wild. Were, the, hey, teacher well, we wasn't, the teacher wild, didn't come yeah. to class. Yeah. We went bonkers. And we didn't, yeah. even, we didn't even get a substitute teacher. Like, no, it's not even, no, we were, we were waiting. It was quarter past took over the we asylum. Like, it was like a quarter past 11 we're like I don't think there's a teacher coming and no teacher came and we were just like what the fuck <laughs> that was what we had uh, we had Arlen Eagle talking about um, fantasy languages mm-hmm. we had um, Martin Makanumra which is probably still my number one favourite um, episode <laughs> that we've ever done just because mm-hmm. I found it so fascinating just this yeah. idea of what, what we used to eat in Ireland before the spud arrived that was just I found I, that blew my mind I thought it was excellent I learned so much in that episode yeah, yeah. yeah. we had uh, Lishuk Nikushtala talking about the queer dictionary which was yeah, a real was fun episode really fun that was really good just talking about like inventing new words for conditions that DeWaldraha or O'Donnell just basically didn't knew existed. So this idea yeah. of being gender fluid or two-spirited or uh, non-binary, um, just terminology that didn't didn't basically exist in, in any language in 1962 uh, yeah. that we have to now invent on the fly. And, and realising that kind of like, you know, even the episode that you and I did, G, about uh, fluency. Yeah. That was fun. But I mean, you kind of just learn along the way that like languages are all just made up bollocks. Made up shite, yeah, 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 yeah. That people try and put words, here's the rule, like, mm, you just made that up. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone was like, yes, this is the rule, it's been the rule yeah. all along. You yeah. never end a sentence on a preposition. Why? Yeah. Why, <laughs> why would you do that for? <laughs> why? Because, <laughs> yeah, a lot of those rules just seem so uh, capricious and, and vexatious. Yeah. And, yeah, and like, say, starting a sentence with and, I do that all the time. Yeah, people do that in speech all the time. Yeah. 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 And people who get too bent out of shape over the yeah. way people talk, be wary of those people, I think, is a yeah. good grammar is a social construct. Yes. Yeah. The vocal fries is great for that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you listened to the vocal fries is a great. I've learned a lot. Like, a great show. Fries. White and Strong. They're actually like experts in what they talk about. I will, I will say, look, White and Strong obviously gave a lot to the corpus, but also 
to an equal extent. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them shits. <laughs> the Emer and Garden Duolingo, Duolingo episode was good. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember doing that. Was that an electric picnic? So, I think we did one on electric picnic, me and Emer. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. is Gay Fossil here? Um, we have a, I see I just on the Twitter, watching the last motherfucker podcast is going to reveal my bad habit of talking back to podcast hosts as if they can hear me. <laughs> Got a lot of social relationships. I love that if people are just like chatting back to it. Like, there's I do that as well when I listen to podcasts. There's Gay Fossil, fantastic. You're so welcome. Um, Thank oh, you very much. People, sorry, I've been neglecting the waiting room and there's another person. Oh, oh yikes. Get them um, in. What, what's your, what's your favourite episode then, Garadine? Um... I loved the ISL episode because we spent such a long time trying to organize and like that was like at the very, I'd say after we did the dyslexia episode, that was when I, I kind of also was like, okay, this is this is where this could go. That I was like, hey, maybe we could actually do an ISL episode. And then it was really difficult for a while to try and organize it in person. I think we talked about it on that episode, mm-hmm. but then being able to do it was just so, so wonderful. And being able to do it because I we could have done it many, many times and we could have done it wrong. We could have done it with, we could have just recorded us with a Caroline or a person who isn't deaf talking about, like just me talking about deaf people, putting it out in a medium that wasn't accessible to deaf people. Like that, I just wasn't okay with that. Um, So to be able to do it and do it in a way that, you know, deaf sign language users could could watch, deaf people who hear um, could watch and deaf people who just use subtitled uh, subtitles could could watch um, as well as our regular audience so I think that was probably my f- it was the most meaningful one for me and particularly because it came at a time that I was almost finished my PhD so I was almost finished the research on that area um, so it was really really meaningful for me to because I had at that point interviewed a lot of deaf people and people in the deaf community and I'm not mm-hmm. part of the community and to ha- for them to have let me in was huge and to be able to do mm-hmm. something to like uh, give back in some way in a very small way meant a lot to 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 be able to do that and it was received pretty well in the deaf community as well which was really it was really great it was so Mm. so good and i think to be honest with you the amount of effort that went into that one between the pair of you and everyone you were working with on it from transcription through to interpretation through to even just getting it done in the first instance it was great because we couldn't like we wouldn't have done it about irish you know derek would Mm. never have started a podcast about irish without bringing irish speakers on board yeah. just wouldn't have happened. And mm-hmm. we would have been very hypocritical to do that about people with hearing loss or, you know, the deaf community. Um, it just just wouldn't have been cool. So it yeah. ended up being very cool. And I think I learned so much from that. And it blew my mind that there was, I guess, two sign languages operational in Ireland and that how and that how this was an issue in the North from, from because of other divisions and that this, yeah. this kind of this dribbled all trickled right down to actually how sign languages works and I think probably a lot of people did, just did not know that and I'd like yeah. to think that a lot of people, more people know it now I hope so yeah because I don't mm. think it's there. it's not it's just people just don't know um, mm. and I think uh, hopefully we I, I mean I know a lot of the content we touched on was probably like more for like introducing hearing people to, to deaf culture um, and deaf people and deaf issues but I think look if I said if I said it on the podcast I'm sure I did that like if we could create any sort of allyship that people would be like, hey, maybe it should be better if you had subtitles or where's the where's the sign language interpreter? Even just asking those questions is is a first step to improving accessibility. But then so that like that was the most meaningful episode for me. But the best crack was always the live shows, man. The live shows were great. <laughs> crack. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest substitute teacher moment uh, was probably the um 
the Maynooth episode, the Maynooth, the Maynooth episode yeah. in which a uh, a text was uh, was interpreted and read live. Oh, well, not yeah. just any text. The no, greatest text of all time. Yeah. Kalashta threesome Gaelga. We actually see this good segue here. We have a question from Instagram okay. Um, okay. featuring that particular issue. Um, so the question was from James. Um, I think he's here. Hello, James. Um, when is Pather making the TV show of Kalash Trusum Gwilge? Oh, Have you been commissioned by TG Gahar yet? I can't find a difficult enough rooster. And They're just hard to come by, man. Yeah, it's hard to my, cast, you know. My donkey is too dry. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So we're having issues with casting. That's, oh no, the cat, just... the cat was. Yeah, yeah. No, my cat's too dry. Um, my donkey isn't bootalicious enough. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we had um. So the, the, the original, the original can lost in translation there. <laughs> so the, the the title of that my 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 mm-hmm. my dad Google translated porno was a was based on the well known podcast my dad wrote a porno yeah but we had the original uh, title we had for that episode never got used no it didn't what was the original title oh fuck it let the people know I can't remember what it was sorry guys do we think it was too dirty is that what happened it was it had stuff said no I think I remember actually <laughs> it was two gales one cup yeah. Mm. I think I voted for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and in fairness, yeah, because yeah, Gales wouldn't have been been, been correct because wouldn't have been correct Irish. That's not the correct plural. Didn't fucking matter. Grammar is a social construct, and no one cared about correct grammar in that fucking <coughs> translation. It's Bert Gale one cup. <laughs> cup of on. Cup of on. Cup of on. Yeah, but there uh, wasn't a cup. Was there a cup? It was not. A, I don't I know. Can we just, I, 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 it's just you know that that's, that's the reason how stuff didn't let us use that. Uh, am yeah. I a bad person if I say I've expected worse? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. No, the cup is always figurative. Okay, <clears throat> I haven't. Grant. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I think that was that was our second most popular oh, episode no. ever. Oh, no. no, someone googled no. it. I'm so oh. sorry. No. no, don't Google. Don't Google anything no. we say. <laughs> Don't do the that. Oh no. CC. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have to say, my favorite comment ever on any um, episode we've ever done just came there and it's in the chat. It's, oh no, Rabbi. Oh no. <laughs> I think that could probably equally apply to any episode. Yeah. That could. could. And. While Cece's here, one of our one of our one of, one of my favorite guests, one of our absolute brilliant guests, and when Cece Byer was on the show, absolutely blew my mind. The um, the I guess uh, the broader interpretation of how certain passages in the Bible that are sometimes considered justifications for homophobia were actually you know just were misinterpreted, taken out of context, and that the, the study of language completely opened this up. Absolutely, and the particularly the interpretation of how the creation of Humanity in God's image included both genders, uh, or, or more more than one gender, more than two genders. Even should I say, um, was no, no. You <laughs> said me both. I'm learning. Both genders. I'm learning. I'm I'm still I'm on, I'm on a learning journey, and I'm Sheriff not perfect yet. Um, yeah, it's just <laughs> last episode. Okay. This last is the cancellation episode. <laughs> We're out here together, both, together both in the context of Adam and Eve, rather than the context of hum- the human experience. <laughs> We're going to say some heinous shit this week because cancellation will have no effect. <laughs> Good grief. Anyway, so what I was saying is, yes, that uh, that was a, that was an episode, just one episode when my mind was completely blown on, some, on a topic that I thought I understood very well. And it was a... 
if you can't, that's, that's correct. Finn, our guest from this week's episode, huge response to huge response to Finn's episode today, and and a topic I really wanted to deal with properly before we wrapped up, because so often people refer to this idea of queer readings of 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 Anton without ever actually going into proper depth about it, and a lot of people said, "I keep hearing about this, but I don't fully know what you mean." And today, I think I'd like to think that. Um, so very in, uh, in, uh, an excellently in, uh, informative and, and, and entertaining guest Finn was. And thank you so much for that. And glad to see you here. I have to say fair play to them. They were really, really well informed on the topic. And it's yeah. a really, really cool, mm-hmm. um, really cool podcast. Um, oh, self-cancellation. That's what that scene in 8 Mile is about. Yes, 8 Mile is an absolute classic in the Gaelic Irish poetry, poetic tradition. Oh, um, you know, like because satire was so important to yeah. like the Gael. So I mean, that's that's just rap battles. Like that's just rap battles. That's that's what that is. Satirizing other people, making. But do it they fit have their mom's rhyme. spaghetti? Yeah, that's it. Is that involved in it? On it's your like, yeah, my 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 palms mom. are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Something something spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. 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 It's, a, it's a it's a film about spaghetti. It's a film about spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Eight Mile Pro Wrestling, Gay Irish Myth, all the same. Exactly. Exactly. It's about being sweaty yeah. and mom's yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> Knees weak, arms spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. Turlock O'Carolan versus Eminem. Oh, my money's on Turlock. <laughs> this is um, <clears throat> when we had um, who's Emily the on. So who's the heel in Anton? Crocker McNassa. It's always Crocker McNassa. He's the Vince <laughs> McMahon of um, the Ulster cycle. I was reading about his death again earlier on today. Do you know the story of um, Cora McNass's death? Tell us. Basically, um, somebody, this is so weird, somebody stole a trophy from Cora McNass's fort, which was the desiccated brain of one of his enemies that had been shrunk Bad. down to oh the size God, of a so pebble. Metal. Right? And then he put it in his sling and he hooshed it at him and it went in through his temple. So it was lodged in Cora McNass's brain and there was nothing... Um, there was nothing uh, his doctors could do about it, but they basically said, if you just cool the jets there, Crocker, um, or some pre-jet airplane metaphor, um, like if you just chill, right? Take it easy. Don't ever get too worked up or anything like that. Every time you start to feel angry, just go for a walk or something. Have a lie down. Bit of rescue remedy. You know, just cool it. Have then, you tried the mindfulness app? Have you tried mindfulness? Yeah. Have you tried... Have you tried jogging? Um, <laughs> said jogging. But basically, if he ever lost his temper or got too enraged, the, the thing would get dislodged in his brain and it would give him an aneurysm and he would die. And then um, he found out about uh, Jesus Christ being crucified. And that really fucked him off. He was raging. Oh, he was raging. Yeah. He heard about it from someone who heard about it, you know. <laughs> Or travel Did fast you hear? In days. Did, Did you, you hear, hear what happened, Jesus? <laughs> Did you hear there was this there was this lovely Jewish fella over in Palestine, and they fucking killed him. They killed him, Crawler. Like, <laughs> hear what, what? How they killed him? They have killed their king. Um, not, that's not a very good Armagh accent, and I apologise for that. Uh, but oh, but yeah, yeah, anyway, he had a total fucking conniption and pop. Um, the brain inside his brain killed him. Poor Jesus. <laughs> That's another comment that could be applied to any of our episodes. Oh no, Rabbi, poor Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) We are equally offensive to all religions. Um, F in the chat for Christ. Didn't you say your wife is from Armagh? No, my wife is from Louth, um, which is close, but not quite. But not quite. She's from from outside Dundalk. Cromagnassa was robbed, got eliminated too early. It wasn't the fucking Royal Rumble. (laughs) (laughs) 
She didn't lip sync hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> Maeve went out in Mira says Maeve went out in a squash match with ch- with cheese. That's right. Um, yeah, she was killed by cheese. Did you hear Jesus <laughs> died? Same with Riley's next book. <laughs> I think that one's already written. I think it might mm. be um, the Bible. I think that's what the Bible is. The subtitle of the Bible. The Bible. Did you hear mm. Jesus died? <laughs> that would it's be also a about a father with many children. Yeah. <laughs> How many kids? <laughs> <laughs> but the... Okay, so... Uh, there were, Should there I actually were... give some questions from Instagram? Yes. yes, more? yes, yes. Let's, let's do that. I was okay. okay. <clears throat> so the... Let's see. Um... Uh, what's the best county from Anta who's here um, Wichita County Kansas no I don't know anything about Wichita <laughs> County <laughs> um, what's the best county okay I'm going to throw a further caveat to that you can't pick your own I wasn't going <laughs> to no, yeah well that's that, I mean that's <laughs> obvious <laughs> um, I'm going to say uh, Cork actually because um, I think Kerry gets it. Kerry, uh, Kerry's always the winner. Like, oh, Kerry's class. Kerry's lovely. Yeah. Um, mm. You have to go to Cork before you go to Kerry, first of all. So you wouldn't have to go as far to get to Cork. And Cork has lovely bits in it. Um, Leash is not the best county, Richard Flynn. Come on now. It's not. Even I know that. It's da- not the da- best county. David says Sligo for the baths and the whispery talkers. It's like, you know, you can have a bath in any county. Yeah, they have baths. They have, they baths. have, they have running water. Almost nationwide. <laughs> Like Shaw's. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure about Leitrim, basically, but almost. <laughs> Sligo's, Sligo's got the waves. Donegal for the win. We have uh, Donegal's too far Donegal away. Sorry, it's too far away. <clears throat> I think, um, and it's not connected by train, so you know we're just don't, not going to. Don't trigger any Donegal person <laughs> in here. Jesus Christ! Don't mention the T words. <clears throat> but they don't talk like that while you bathe. The whispery talk. Oh, so it's the baths and the whispery talkers to get. So it's a combination. Why? Just get a, a ASMR in a bath. You'd be why, grand. Yeah, why is anybody else listening? Why is anybody there when you're? Why, how do you bathe? What speaking is this? of whispering. Speaking of no speaking of ASMR. Um, no. I have to say categorically no. What's but, in Longford? Oh, Tarman Term, Barry is very pretty. Tarman Barry is a very pretty little village where you cross that the That sounds made up. Sounds not real. Don't believe it's real. There are seaweed, seaweed baths. Ah, yes. Okay. In Sligo, they have those elsewhere. You can get those okay. in a spa in Port Leash. Like, come on now. Awfully for Obama Plaza. No. I'm going to say something very controversial here. The, oh. o- the Obama Plaza is not that great. It's a petrol station. Yeah, but uh, as petrol stations go, everyone's like, wow, it's the greatest petrol station of all time. Is it though? Is it M- the, the M14 is what was called? Which, is, basic, 14? which is basically great. the same but newer. It's a petrol yeah. station with a Supermax in it. I mean, yeah. Christ, and I'm like, um, Kerry, <laughs> Kerry's the best county. It's, um, in fairness, it's we get, I, it's I think we've had a lot of dairy based guests on the show who have been excellent. And in fairness, dairy seems to, and also I think um, dairy is very much having a moment. At yeah. the moment, a, res- a resurgence, as it were. Yes, Derry is the Iceland of Ireland. I mean, yeah. So between Maeve McDade, uh, Seamus O'Reilly, and I think we had some other uh, another dairy guest who isn't coming straight to mind. I know I was trying to get uh, a very big dairy guest on, but Nadine uh, Coyle was, was it? No, I was the third of the eighth, nineteen. Oh. Making me a Gemini. Yeah, Making me a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> what did a birth did I give? Hmm. But we also Jimmy. had Dana, yeah, it was Dana. Derek was trying to get yeah. Dana. We were going to have a conversation about the Constitution, how much we loved it. Yeah. I was trying I to get Lisa McGee. Document. <laughs> but yes, but but obviously with Derry Girls at the moment, uh, with Seamus O'Reilly, with um, and I suppose and with your man, your man, with, is he married to Courtney Cox yet? 
Or is he just stepping out with her? Who? The fella from Snow Patrol. Yeah. Like I thought they were off now, to be honest, because yeah. wasn't there? Oh, they... no, that was that was David Schwimmer and, and the other one that they anyway. thought they were shifting. I mean, so, yeah, we I think we, we found ourselves talking about Derry a lot. We found ourselves, a lot of our most popular guests episodes have involved Donegal people or Donegal guests. It's been mm-hmm. a huge thing. There are episodes in Donegal Irish, Paul, Paul and Nikeji and Anton Bjog, always yeah. hugely popular oh, guests. Carolyn McGrathy from Donegal as well. Carolyn McGrathy and Roisin McNally as well. That was a fantastic um, episode. Stepping hmm. out with, doing a line. Are they still doing a line? <laughs> doing a line, very Snap. All the counties are great. All the counties have lovely bosses I think, I think, I think all of the counties that have Gwaeltachty are lovely. Uh, yeah. Waterford, Cork, Kerry, Galway, Mayo, Donegal, uh, and fuck Meath. Fuck it. <laughs> I think we can all agree that Cavan is the worst, though. I think we can all agree Although on I that. Although I do That's love Rakharn. I do love Rakharn as an area. It's just absolutely just beautiful. Not it's the rest of Meath. It's the concept of Meath. <laughs> it's trim. It's just the idea. No, I like Nobber, trim. trim. I like trim. Hate Navin. Navin. Look, <laughs> like trim. I find that trim Ka- is fine. Navin is terrible. Navin is hell on earth. Cavan people are less sensitive about their their county stereotype than all the other counties that have stereotypes. Like you think Dublin people are very sensitive about all the Dublin stereotypes. Northsiders, Southsiders, very sensitive. Cork people are so sensitive about sounding like they're always being accused of something. (laughs) I would say that, like. Galway people are so sensitive about the whole, you know, that somebody <laughs> left, somebody dipped a, a red dreadlock in uh, craft beer, left it on top of an amp, got electrocuted, and the Hironic first Galway person was invented. <laughs> uh, Roscommon is doing better by not being mentioned. I forgot about Roscommon. I think Ireland forgot about Roscommon. Forgot about Roscommon, yeah. I think, I think Roscommon got dragged very hard for that one referendum result, and, you know, generally they got dragged it, very hard. I don't blame them. I don't blame them for that, like, in the slightest. No, because, I just... Because I it's a demographic question, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Young people left Roscommon in a big way because there's fucking nothing in Roscommon. Roscommon, yeah. yeah. I don't think I'd be confident to like point <laughs> to Roscommon. in shambles. Oh, Offaly fuck Offaly. Fuck Offaly. Uh, yeah. Offaly shite. Offaly Tullamore is a hole. Yeah, fuck Offaly. Leash and Offaly are a real Springfield, Shelbyville. I'm going to stop you there, son. I'm going to stop you there when you started the sentence with Leash and Offaly are. That's what I'm going to stop you, okay? They are nothing is what they are, okay? You, They're separate entities. Don't have start. You, have, you, have you come across the slang term buffalo, Gardine? Biffo. Uh, well, no, there's Biffo, which is, yeah. which stands for? Big ignorant. <laughs> yeah. Fella from Offaly. Yes. Big ignorant fucker from Offaly, really, realistically. <laughs> but have you heard the term buffalo? No, what's buffalo? It's a big ugly fucker from around Leash Offaly. <laughs> you have to write that down. That's, and that's where she left. <laughs> no, I'm back. Speaking of I county haven't. rivalries and and also ASMR, which got mentioned there and mentioned Sligo, the podcast has made some funny enemies over the years between the ASMR community, um, the, the pagan ASM- community. I'm sorry. The ASMR community are my enemies <laughs> because I don't trust. I think there's something weird going on and they won't tell me that there is. They're like, oh, there's nothing weird here. It's all very normal. Mm, sounds like a cult. Like, that sounds exactly uh, what the Scientologists say. I, I, received, yeah, yeah. I, I received correspondence at this implying... I received, I received correspondence implying that um, that my my comment in which I suggested that there might be a sexual aspect to ASMR was I, I called them a bunch of perverts, and that's, you said that's that your happened. trousers was round. They're Mickey's. That's what you <laughs> no. said, Derek. You said no, your said, Mickey uh, doesn't look relaxed and yeah, I yeah, laugh yeah, for yeah. days. Yeah, that was very funny. Yeah. yeah. 
and um, just and like i think the, the problem was uh, i think there are people who actually are interested in paganism and and certain uh, auntie, traditional auntie wants to oh. know of the asmr perverts why are they whispering why are they quiet have you ever heard a loud pervert come on <laughs> They are They're always just, talking like this. That's just breathing heavily behind you. Uh, like, yeah. and, and again, we should realise that a pervert from Laos, well, mm-hmm. hey, no. Is loud ASMR thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, loud. <laughs> yeah. The trick is you two shots of NyQuil before the ASMR. Now that, I will, I will go for that. That is the shit, yes. NyQuil mm. is the one that makes you sleepy, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's the good, the good shit, yeah. Good American stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Knock but you right the, out. Can you uh can you hook us up, Mira? Can you hook us up with a NyQuil? No, no. You can send it over. So I think there are <clears throat> what I was saying about the base, I mean there are people with an interest in paganism and uh witchcraft wick a wicca uh, with a Celtic angle and things like this, which are completely sincere. The issue really was that sometimes this is has been a pipeline to certain um kinds of nasty extremisms which are having maybe a um a fig leaf of paganism around them and certain mm-hmm. Irish mythological tropes have been adopted by some very, very bad dudes. Yeah. My and, particular issue yeah. was the Samhain people on Netflix. That was my particular issue with the the people who celebrate Samhain. Those uh, people. Particularly the makers of the <laughs> Sabrina show with Sally oh, yeah. Draper. Those people can get buffed. Um, you heard it here first. Garrodine uh, is starting a feud with the makers of whatever that fucking shit Sabrina show is. And I am delighted that for four years we have continuously pissed off racists, transphobes and Nazis. Misogynists can get fucked. Yeah. Mm, every man who complained about my voice on this show, I'm, stay mad. Like, love that. <laughs> Sam Hain. swearing, get fucked. Sam mm. Hain is absolutely going to be my porno name though for when I make the... Um, Clash to Three Some Gwelga television yeah, series for TGR. Sam Hain. Starring Sam, Sam Hain as Sam boy Hain number is. one. <laughs> Good grief. Was, wasn't there one of them had a really Protestant name? What was his name? Oh, Corey or some shit like that. Corey, like Melvin, was wasn't another, it? Melvin, Melvin. Fucking yeah, Melvin. Melvin was one of the, was one of the characters. Melvin was one of the characters in Clash to Three Some Gwelga. Yeah. I've, I think now that it's the last episode, um, now that it's the last episode, the... Um, uh, we can finally admit that uh, in our research on the the Closter Threesome Galga book, there's actually um, it was in forty different languages. This yeah, particular text was translated. translated. So like, there was yeah. Closter Threesome Portuguese, Closter Threesome yeah. Basque, yeah, and uh, but obviously it was called Closter in those languages. Collegia Threesome Italiano. It was really. I'm not going to try I mean, it like, um, yeah. in Swedish. Finish, I don't know. Swedish or Finnish. <laughs> finish having a fucking clue <laughs> but um, yeah so basically some this author just basically wrote a text and whatever I'm not sure what the initial language is and there's Google Translate into everything and oh, sold to as many languages as possible the, the original one was definitely Berla yeah I was definitely right, Berla yeah because mm-hmm. just, just when anything was untranslatable that's yeah uh, threesome that, that yeah. It, it reverted to, to, to English so, yeah. which you don't really have in a good God fearing language like Irish of course exactly except course. we did well, except we did except Devaldra we always ha- had Devaldra has, has a word the, for threesome no, in, in 1959 folklore it's yeah. right there yeah. look it up don't take my word for it it's right there obviously in that case I think it's like a threesome in cards or something yeah or that's yeah. Like, yeah. allegedly well, Maria Maria is right <laughs> Deneen the dirty dog huh? <laughs> 
Yeah, so yeah, we pissed off a lot of people, and I'm really happy. Some of the people we pissed off, euphemism. Some of the people we pissed off are the best people to piss off because we did an episode on the Eighth Amendment, and we pissed off some people who were very upset that we took a stance on something. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. This is not publicly funded. I don't have to to show balance, whatever the fuck that oh, is. So. Speaking of people getting pissed off, do you remember after the? Um, the episode when we read out pornography um, and somebody really, really lost it at us on Twitter and told us that our job was to uh, educate. To educate? Yeah. I was like, is, is it? And I was like, is it a job? This is, a, where the <laughs> fuck is my paycheck? It, it, it raised a larger point, the idea that anyone involved in the Irish language anyway is, is basically just con- is doomed to own the world a favour. And... Um, <laughs> Is doomed to all the world favour and basically is obliged to educate every single <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, just one of the guys educating that ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I think yes it, it definitely raised um it raised a kind of up, up the idea that if you're doing anything in Irish, then you basically you you <clears throat> are effectively public property to be a free translation service to uh, to be patient with people. And the idea also is that you're the one who needs to make the effort. And yeah. people and, and a recurring thing, I think it's sometimes you would get kind of people say, "Well, like, how do I learn? How do I become fluent without making any effort at all?" Like. Mm. What, can, what can you do for me here hit me up dark how will these people make me fluent make me fluent please and I'm like mm-hmm. I'd like to talk about this threesome ask uh, <laughs> where there's a very difficult rooster that's what I, I'm interested in talking about <laughs> I don't know about you guys but I'm very interested <laughs> <laughs> there's a comment in the chat from Cal it's like and now we move on to liars <laughs> which I think is a good thing to move on to the next question yes uh, indeed from let's have the next question and now to the liars and now en- to enough, all sco- the enough score settling for now uh, sorry so some of the um, questions um, where do you have you guys heard of the Goyle Talk in Canada we have one yes yeah heard of it. yeah I have, I've actually Wasn't interviewed there a, in the Roxas there a few years ago they do some sort of Arachthus adjacent events yeah. over there. Yeah, I've interviewed um, Arald a couple of times. The one of the guys who's uh, working over there. Um, yeah, it's gas. I just, I just think it's class. Like, set, yeah. just deciding to set up a Gwaltacht outside Ireland somewhere, and why not? Why not Canada? Why not yeah. Ontario? And it's not even in like it's not even in um, Saint John and Newfoundland, mm. like the most mm. Irishy bit. It's not even the, in the bit where they all sound like they're from Dungarvan. Yeah, <laughs> like literally all of them. It's it's over in Ontario, but yeah, yeah, that, we have heard of that. That's great. Can we we have a um, they have a Scottish, Scots Gaelic. Yeah, there's a Scots Gaelic. There's a Scots Gaelic translation of Anne of Green Gables, which uh, was w- w- recently came out, and it, it was uh, because obviously on, on Prince Edward Island would have had a, a lot of um, of Gaelic. <laughs> Spoken probably a, a, a bit a bit of a mix, I'm sure, g- given the Canada's historical context. But that was a very worthwhile project, um, and I was glad to, we were able to use the motherfucker account to keep it going. Quick starter. Yeah. By the way, while we're on the topic, yes, while the podcast is wrapping up, I'm still hoping to make the to find a way to keep the motherfucker account as a rotation facility and a way of promoting uh, cultural projects of note. I'm not, it's my intention to find a way to keep that going. Uh, it may not necessarily be weekly, weekly curations, but the the account will still be a place where people with who are involved in interesting things can bring that to an audience who is are likely to be interested in it. 
I was hoping that the account would get really into posting like conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping it would just get, like start, but, start like <clears throat> dipping its toe in and then like start getting real severe. You know, that's what I was hoping. But like never <laughs> the offensive ones. Like you yeah, know what I mean? No, just no. The, the, the most batshit conspiracy theories you could think of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that money's not, Finland's not real, that's sort of what yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, Does anybody Deneen knew about x-ray machines. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly that sort of batshit weird conspiracy <laughs> that nobody could possibly ever believe. Like, has anybody got conclusive proof of the existence of Longford? Not sure. Exactly. It's all a conspiracy. I, Those road signs, where are they leading? Who knows? No one's ever been there. I used to work Do you know a lot anyone from, that's been there? I don't. I, I used to work for a lot of from Longford and I asked him was, was it much crack when being in Longford and he said I'll show you how much crack it is. It's not much crack at all. He showed me if, if, he said if you look you looked up Longford or some, and some other words on YouTube and it was a video of these bored teenagers in Longford who were so bored they started basically you know kicking each other in the nuts. Wow. And That's a great story, Dad. I'm really glad you saved that one to the last. And I was like, "Hang on a second. And he, I said, I, I said, "You're telling me this is the first thing you get when you look for Longford on YouTube." And no, it it isn't. They've got some new videos since then. But I think for um, was more Maura, Higgins. was more Higgins from Longford. That's what they want you to think. Yeah, she's actually from Westmead. She was actually created in a in a lab. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she doesn't have any Catholic guilt. They are. Yeah, they just kept that over. They, they call play. Yeah. they call her the the Immaculate Contraption. <laughs> Um, anyway, so do you have do more questions from Instagram there? Uh, another one, where can we see you guys henceforth? Going to miss you. Oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah. So where can you see us? Probably shit posting on Twitter mostly. <laughs> like mm. that's where I'm going to be. Um, no, but I, um, I'm sure I mentioned I'm moving on in, I think, November. By the end of the year, anyway, I should be started in a new project with the University of Birmingham. Um, uh, so... Yeah, I'm going to be hopefully the plan was initially to use some podcasting to communicate research kind of in a similar way to the way I did with um, or the way we did with the ISL episode. Um, so uh, I'm not sure what form that will take. Um, it will be research communication, so there will be less swearing, I'd imagine. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say no, but no swearing, but there will be less swearing. Um, can't say there'll be less men complaining about my voice, though. I'm, I think that's a constant fact <laughs> of life. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's probably where I'll be. But I'll be tipping away at, uh, you know, tweeting about pockets and getting mad about people saying that um, Irish is a dead language probably once a month. Um yeah. Having to do mm. with Aer Lingus not having fathers. Yeah, that's where I'll be. Still <laughs> raging. Still having the same fucking conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah well. I'm, I'm, doing a, I'm doing a new podcast that is more related to what I'm actually qualified to talk about, uh, which is about aging in Ireland. Um, and that's that's already started. So it'll be every two weeks for the rest of the year. Uh, also uh, recorded in the podcast studios, the lovely podcast studios that we uh, didn't get to spend enough time in. No. You know, um, mm -hmm. but yeah. Um, so that's that's my podcasting side of things. And then politics will take up a huge amount of my time. Yeah. Um because it does already. It's massive. Um, yeah, Derek, you've got you've got plans afoot. There's a bit of writing. Um, a bit of writing. Well, yeah, basically, I'm, I'm, I, I realised was in the, in the last, I suppose, um, certainly since before COVID, I realised that, you know, that obviously the satisfaction of finishing a podcast is great and it happens every week on one level, you're rushing to do it. On the other level, you know, it's um, the idea that, yes, every week you think, yes, I made that episode. It exists. People respond to it. It's great. Whereas writing a book is a much more long drawn out process. And I did find that maybe it was easier <clears throat> for me to commit to the podcast and commit to the book, even though 
um yeah that's um the Maybe the, the, the rewards are there. So I found that, yes, book three has been definitely been delayed. And definitely I'm hoping to be able to spend more time on working on that. And it's um, it's it's historically based, but it's a work of fiction. So it'll be different from Motherfucker and Crack Baby. But it's, um, I mean, it's still by me. It's still my my ideas, the kind of shit I'm interested in. So, yes, it's um, about um, a number of overlapping stories in tw- mid-20th century Ireland where there was... Um, where politics and art were a lot closer than they are today in terms of how the, in, in Dublin City, the you know, politicians and poets and writers and sports people did just bump into each other and have a huge influence on each other's thinking in in a very formative time. And it is something I'm really hoping I will be able to finish next year now that podcast is gone. Also, um, I'm hoping that, yes, in my, in my day job, I'll be able to promote Irish culture in a different way as well. Mm. I love historical fiction. It's a real fucking, mm. it's a real cop out way of writing. Like, you know, can't solve anything with a mobile phone. Look, can't, listen, CS, we, can't CSI your way around the fucking murder because it's, because it's for, 1951. For me, if you think, if you're writing, a, if you're writing a piece of historical fiction, particularly at our own, we're so I much hope you, Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I hope you blurb the back of Derek's book and it's just like, but historical fiction, a real copy. Uh, yeah, but this Republic. isn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on, Derek. I think the big thing is, if you're writing a biography of someone and, you know, oh, we can't use that story that everyone knows is true because, you know, facts and stuff and evidence, but like in a piece of fiction, you, you get the license to, like we, we, we know that like that, the, that during the emergency, the, the British tried to recruit Patrick Cavan as a spy. The Brits and a great bunch of course, of and like if if he was good, we'd never know because that's what you're not supposed to know about good spies. All all they had to do, all they had to do to fucking mm. wrap up the war in 1941 with a nice little fucking bomb before even the Yanks got involved was point him at Germany and said they wrote a bad review of his latest book of poetry. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, Patrick Cavanaugh would have been a fucking terrible fucking, spy. He'd have fucking swam to Dusseldorf. Who wrote this? <laughs> Not the but, fucking hideous Orwell. But this was the thing. John you Betchman open was. Your mouth. John Betchman was in, was in the was in the was in the meet, the press the press office of the British Embassy at the time, and he kept seeing this odd guy, this Patrick Cavanaugh fella, and he said, "Who is this? Like, who is this crazy, you know, untidy?" bad tempered guy and he said well he just gets invited everywhere he knows everyone he knows John McMillan he knows uh, John Charles McQuaid he's he is their friend he just gets invited everywhere he is a, has been doing a lot of smuggling over the border and he can ha- carry himself somewhat in a fight and he thought and Batchman was like well th- that's exactly what you want in a spy a guy who gets invited everywhere uh, can deck someone and is uh, comfortable doing a bit of smuggling a guy so, who everyone fucking hates notoriously. <laughs> Everyone's like, wow, that fucking guy is here again. Let's not and talk the, to him. The last thing you want in a spy is someone who at the drop of a fucking hat will take off his shirt, jump on the table and go, I'm Paddy Kavanaugh, you bastard. So I am. <laughs> and the f- we're back, I we're love that sh- we've also taken up, uh, this podcast has uh, many legacies, but one of them is how... I will shit on Paddy Kavanaugh and fucking Yates. <laughs> like, fuck those guys. If I could start a fight with both of those guys, mm-hmm. I would. National treasures. Uh, not here, guys. <laughs> and then there's this other story. Um, there's so many, uh, again, so many people, so many of the fights we know about Paddy Kavanaugh, the ones he lost, like, um, uh, 
Patty Hillary, president who went on to become president of Ireland, was a medical student at the same time as as Hilda Moriarty, who was who who was this inspiration of Raglan Road, but also went was married to Don O'Malley and. Paddy Kavanagh hated Don O'Malley and often could turn up at his events, to, at his public events to boo him. And what a fucking at, weirdo. Will you leave uh, the woman alone? Yeah, oh leave my the woman God. alone. And at one point then, like uh, Hillary, Dr. Hillary said, listen, here's a like a here's a six shilling note. Go buy yourself a drink. Leave, leave, leave O'Malley alone. And he and Paddy Kavanagh said, no, I'll, like he took them. He said, I'll take your money, but I won't go. And then apparently at this stage, then the, the man who had become president of Ireland decked Paddy Kavanagh. Nice and that's you know, probably why he became president of Ireland. You know, I mean, uh, what was his platform? <laughs> I decked Paddy Hatton. That Paddy guy's Hanna. a dick. It's like when our current president and national treasurer Michael e. Higgins called some guy a wanker on national radio. Oh my god, if you've <laughs> not heard it, if you've not heard it, like Google it. It's there on YouTube. He called some guy who's being an anti-Semite. Is Stop he? whipping up fear like a wanker. Oh, it's it's yeah. I it's. Hook it into my veins. If that should have been our intro, it shouldn't have been the the eight bit of the Irish national anthem. It should have just been Michael D. Calling some guy a wanker. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think um, we would have got past episode one. In that. <laughs> so we're uh, in, in the last. Just we probably got maybe um, ten fifteen minutes to prepare to wrap things up. But yeah. uh, so I'd love to ask if anyone who's here tonight has, has some more questions for us. We'd love to um, answer if we can. There is yes, one indeed. from Instagram that we haven't um, go on, go okay. asked, uh, yes, could yes, we come yes. back and do a Christmas special? And I think I said in one of the episodes that um, we plan to do like Westlife when one of us gets really, really, uh, get, makes a lot of bad investments that would be like, oh, it's a comeback tour. We'll make you all buy really extortion tickets. Yeah. When I um, mm. when I do my best Paddy Kavanaugh impression and get in a fight at the Irish Embassy in Berlin. So mm. I'm Paddy Kavanaugh. Um, uh, and I have Sorry, a lot of... Sorry, I just realised that you are Paddy Kavanaugh. <laughs> I'm not Paddy anything. <laughs> he, he had a brother called Peter, didn't he? He did. He did have a brother called uh, Peter Kavanagh. You could you could pass as a paddy guy. <laughs> he, he had a he had a brother called Peter Kavanagh who I have finally finally overtaken in SEO. Oh, that's, that's winning at life. Because <laughs> he's dead and I'm still creating content. <laughs> You're still shitposting. <laughs> still shitposting, baby. I'm Peter Kavanagh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but when are you going to challenge ISIS to a fight? I'll tell you a good one. Um, it's a question that's come in. It's not me asking that question. Um, when are you going to challenge ISIS to a fight? You know, Turishk, um Oh, no, it was Nose. It was Nose. It wasn't it wasn't Turishk. I should give them their due. Um, I can't remember who it was. It was one of them anyway. Uh, one of our wonderful Irish language. Uh, when I was running for election, one of our wonderful Irish language um, magazines, online magazines, asked me uh, if I was doing the ISIS salute when I was holding up my finger for a vote number one in every photo I was taking. Gas. Are you? I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, no, no, no. So I was like, candidate, well known. It's a pro- this is the problem about being an Irish speaker and trying to do anything in public life. It's you become yeah. Gwailgor Ahanta, well known yeah. Gwailgor. Mm-hmm. Wait, Gwailgor Ahanta, Patrick Gwailgor denies membership of ISIS. Denies? I I was like, ah, oh, just the headline. That sounds like it's up to debate for debate. <laughs> he denies it, but yeah. here's all the evidence. But here's all the evidence. This is, because once, once you deny it, that, that, that's a headline, you know. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's shocking stuff. But the, um, uh, did any of you bring the Fat Oak Stone? I didn't, no, I don't have, did anyone here bring the, the old Fat Oak Stone? <laughs> Anyone for a song? Father, you're a great man for a song. <laughs> um, Arise, shine <laughs> like diamonds. 
That's another. That's another Tommy Bow disaster. Do you remember that? He did not. Yeah, do you not does remember? He sing yeah, it's he sang it. When we won the, when we won the, um, <laughs> half the half the battle in politics is getting your opponent to deny they've had intercourse with a pig. That doesn't. That doesn't work. <laughs> David Cameron literally had intercourse with a pig, and it just didn't. He did. It didn't matter. <laughs> it just didn't affect him at all. Just brazen your way through. Um, yeah, the, uh, the the yeah Tommy Bow was um, basically they pranked him. Poor Tommy. He was young when we won the Six Nations Grand Slam in I think two thousand five or whatever it was, and uh, it, he was a little bit uh, three sheets to the wind. He was uh, <laughs> he was a wee bit tired and emotional on the back of a lorry in I think it was Marion Square or somewhere, and literally one of the other rugby players said, "Right, come on, we'll give you a song. Tommy will give you a song." So Tommy Bow basically got up and he sang, "Her eyes they shone like diamonds," and it was kind of like, "Her eyes they shone like diamonds." Land, land. <laughs> what about her eyes? Her eyes they shone. <laughs> That's all you need to know for that song, though. You, you just gotta yeah, mumble the rest yeah, of it, and they go, "What yeah. about her eyes?" And then people go, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's a good one. I was recently doing my my wedding playlist with much input, actually, from the Mofo hey. team. They were very good, and um, that one makes an appearance. Uh, one of my bridesmaids will probably sing that at about um, half past one in the morning. Um, she'll uh, she'll need a bit of encouragement. But yeah, if anyone has any good tunes to play at an Irish wedding. A la, like wagon wheel, please put them in the chat. That'd be great. I could use you, mine you for some uh, some good content. But yeah, any last call, guys? Essentially, any questions or any uh, any comments? Somebody had more of a question than or more of a comment than a question. Yeah, which I appreciate let's it. Thank roll, you roll very up much. in the chat there. Hang on. Yeah, that was lovely. Favorite yeah. Irish word? Um, oh, nobody's ever asked us that. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, somebody, I got asked that and I think it might have changed a bit. Um, I initially said smuggler own, which I do, it's a class word. That's a great word. Um, and Kirsten Shield has a lovely bit of smuggler own artwork for one, it might, be, might have been that podcast, I'm not sure. Um, it's for, yeah, the Ruth Eve podcast. Yeah, really, really good uh, artwork for that. Um, Jesus, no one ever asks me that, so I don't actually have one. That's gas. I don't Less of a question more than a comment. This is Ella Hassett. Hi, oh. Ella. Um, you have done so much for Angelga, has made it accessible to people, and dismantled so many pre-existing notions. We'll soon start demanding a census of Irish speakers and learners, as I do believe this podcast inspire people to reconnect it or learn from it from scratch. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Just so you know, the podcast is a hit in Gaelic Nova <coughs> Scotia. Have super well, sound has stuck. Super yeah. Um, favorite Irish word. I actually, I'm going to cop out. Absolute cop out and say uh, it's not a word but a phrase shirawalya shirawalya is my favourite phrase my favourite pairing of words in any language I I would say it's like you know they say in English that like their cellar cellar door yeah. is uh, the most beautiful phrase in the English language for some reason Christ knows why um, because that's where all the murders happen like, <laughs> down in the cellar door like if you even mm-hmm. have a cellar if anyone in Ireland has a cellar, they're definitely a serial killer. There's no definitely. two ways about Why it. Why else would you have a cellar Why else would you have up a cellar, with rainwater? Like, yeah. If you live in an area where there's hurricanes, I can imagine, all right, cellar's probably yeah. useful. But anyway, was it Tolkien? It was It was J.R. Tolkien who said uh, cellar door. He, he said some other mad shit, yeah. you know that? Yeah, well, he was a fucking lunatic. But I mean, <laughs> I quite yeah, he, said, he, he said that, mm. that English cuisine is better than French cuisine. Ah, for God's sake, get a grip on yourself. Fucking jelly deal, <laughs> come on now. For God's sake. Yeah. Fucking mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, sure while well, yeah. It means westward home. And it's kind of because if you're in Galway City or if you're in Tralee or Killarney and you're going back to the Gothic, you're going sheer while well, yeah. 
And I love it. I think it's great. If I'm going to share while you, I just, I, I just think it's fantastic. Derek, we get to ask you, what's your favourite Irish word? Yeah. Okay. Well, I like Tyveshore. Tyveshore? Yeah. Yeah. A, a person who tells ghost stories. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. So I like Tyvesha as a ghost as well. I like the Tyvesha sound. Tyvesha is a nice word, yeah. Because it sounds a little bit like a ghost. Tyvesha. I like Inteke because inteke. I think. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I think the English what like is it intu- intuitive or something in English is how yeah. you translate it, but it's not the same. So it's yeah, not, it, it sounds it's better. Both, it's both intuitive and understandable. In yeah, a way, it's like, inward yeah. understanding, so understanding yeah. without having to think about it, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's Tasha, much better than good bonus of Tashi Yeah, yeah, like um, it's a word that is of itself. Like it's yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you know, you know something I really, really love about Irish is just how you can see these little patterns in the language that just are. Like how a lot of words that begin with S have total opposites that begin with D. D. Yeah. Like the opposite of Durcha is Surcha. Uh, the opposite of Searsha is Deersha. Like, I love that. And, uh, yeah. I just I, mm-hmm. I just like that. We've gone through 185 episodes. I've never pointed out how much I like that. So I like that. Just, but I just like the, I like it, man. I love, Irish is great, isn't it? Classic. Mm-hmm. I classic. love Irish. It's <laughs> a fucking class. I know. That's um, that's okay. <laughs> Least favorite Irish words. Um, I don't have one. They're all beautiful. Yeah, I think initially I would have like very early in this podcast, I probably would have said something like an Englishy, fakey, Englishy word. But now I'm like, what are words? What is grammar? Nothing. I don't no. understand. Mm. Did you fa- understand? Then I understood. Least favorite. Least favorite Irish word. Glushton. Go Dark. fuck yourself. P- Potter, get out! <laughs> get out! Dark. It le- cancel it. <laughs> Least favorite Irish no. word. <laughs> um, I don't have any strong fucking feelings on Glushton versus Car. I don't care. Okay, so listen, the, the Glushton versus Car thing is like I think there's certain perpetual topics that are never going to go. We 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 did our best to slay the Dirit discourse. No, we still get people saying, "I just don't feel, you know, OMG, I don't feel like using religious language." No, and, I don't, mate. Like it. And yeah, and people say, "Yeah, they'll say, they'll say, ah, Jesus." When they step on something or something goes or they're still, wrong. Or they'll still, um, they'll still say goodbye on Wednesday. Like, even though they don't believe in God or fucking Woden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Still, I think the Rabbi St. Jesus Margaret. Absolutely. That's the Why one. Yeah. So the, I mean, I think there's, and even just today, today here, the last day of the podcast, someone had the gall to ask me about the origin of crack and if it's actually an English word that wasn't, that we nicked. That like, we got her to do it. We got her to do it. Jesus Christ! Do you ever? It. Do you know what those videos? So what if we did though? Like, so what if we did? So what? Like, do you know those videos of um? You see, like Bernie Sanders from the seventies saying the same shit that he's saying now, and you're like, God, is he not tired? <laughs> and like, I feel that. Cool. <laughs> like, are you not tired? Are you not tired of asking? <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm fucking tired of talking about it. <laughs> um, so yeah. So yeah. what? Yeah, if we nicked it, it's ours now, as John says. Um, we deserve John, it. We deserve actually, it. Actually, I, I want to get to give. I mean, I, I want to give a little bit of recognition to uh, John Highland for for his work in troll translations or troll etymologies of. Uh, <laughs> Um, John, thank you so much for bringing a lot of humor to the internet and and winding up some some very serious people suggesting oh, ridiculous Irish origins. I don't, I'm English sorry, words. I don't know what you're talking about. This troll, no, like, that's one hundred percent true. He's, he's, true. he's providing a service. How dare you? Yeah. Like yeah. they are, they are as true as as uh, you know, pineapple belongs in a coddle. 
It is just 100% legit. Um, <laughs> Fried yeah. banana belongs in a carbonara. The yeah, Italians will tell you. It's the way yeah. that everyone's nana it's made it. It's the way my nana made it. Absolutely. Um, uh, if you believe something, it's true. It's I, true. Yeah, no, that's true. That that, that is true. It's, like, it's the it's the gestalt of the um, you know that, that that's that's all this is. It's basically one language is one massive psychic gestalt that we if we all believe in something enough, it will become true. And if we all use language in a certain way, it will become true. Um, I was thinking Tinkerbell, but wow, yeah, I, no, not 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 even not even Tinkerbell. I'm talking about a massive world-generating psychic gestalt. Is yeah. this like the, the the Lewis being free? The Lewis well, it was always free. free. It was always yeah, free. I was, I was, I was yeah. thinking that. That's what Lewis means. <clears throat> that's the, the Irish word for free is Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. God, that's so, I mean, like, with the ch- title of the, the episode, th- what is it? A massive psychic gestalt? Or the Lewis is free. The Lewis is free. <laughs> yeah. Biggest the biggest freestanding gestalt <laughs> in the world. Um, yeah, so maybe, thank you, John, for providing wait, wait, wait. Uh, etymology to the world. And so maybe, maybe the hidden Mickeys were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the freestanding Mickeys. Yeah, yeah. The friends we made along the way. Um, maybe the friends we made along the way were freestanding Mickeys. <laughs> and would you be fond of the odd ride yourself, Wanda? <laughs> title of this episode. I don't know about Wanda's y'all, but I right. feel educated. Educate that ass, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to get a paycheck from the Department of Education for providing this much needed public service uh, for folks' sake? Your job, they sent us, your they job sent us an email educated. today. Did they? Did they? Fuck. <laughs> they really? Oh, shit. What do I have no idea. It's, it's, it's Cease and desist like letter. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. Just, we, we've actually asked you to stop speaking Irish. Please, please, for the love of God. You're doing a disservice. <laughs> Anyway, so I suppose the time has come to say that um, for these past four years, I never expected this this would would, go, would develop into what it has. I've in I've enjoyed getting so much correspondence from you, seeing people listening to the episodes, sharing the episodes, talking about them. It's been a huge adventure, and I'm glad that the the podcast will still be available to people to find in years to come and for people to share in years to come. I hope you'll continue your journeys with Irish or with whichever other. Uh, minority languages are close to your heart and I hope that yes you will um, I'm glad that you've, you've invited us into your headphones very much and I'm really going to miss having you all every week so I just want to say um, thank you so much for that um, Gurmil Magriv and it's a slant for me it's a slant for me Augustlan Wemshire. Slan? I won the right, poll. Guys. I won the poll, Gary. <laughs> I know you fucking won the poll. <laughs> I am Miss Congeniality. <laughs> and you, you came with the king and you missed. 
I can't. I, no, I was fucking robbed. People gave. This is how Boris Johnson is in charge. This is how Brexit mm, happened. So People gave a sympathy vote. I, they never I, thought it was going to happen. I ruffled my hair and I acted like an incompetent buffoon. But no, no, realistically, I knew favorite. what I was doing all the time. No, no. <laughs> the next year they'll change the rules. It has to be everyone. But it has to be just us because <clears> the fan favorite. You're the Valentina. I'm the Aja. Like I'm not sure if you understand that. I reference. don't get that reference. But anyone nope. who does, in the chat, this is what's happening. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks All right, to. Lads. Can well, we just back. before we wrap yeah. up, just yeah. say a few thanks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. <clears throat> um, God, where we start? I want to start head stuff. Um, Alan Bennett and Paddy in head stuff for allowing us the to use the studios and introducing us to Brian. Uh, Brian, our amazing producer, has given uh, so much creativity and ingenuity to the episode. Like things like the peg episode, the the wonderful montage at the end of that just doesn't happen by accident. It was it involved a bit of work, a bit of arrangements, and he has uh given me some incredible feedback and advice, and also kind of a reassurance sometimes when I felt things weren't going well, and I'm so grateful to that. Kirsten Scheel, our amazing artist, I asked her to kind of. I thought we need a little title page. She came up with the idea of doing um, episode art each week, and she amazing. volunteered for a, a heck of a task. And I think that you you're not a true Gail until you got your your own um, profile oh, pic on Twitter. With, I'm joking. I'm being flippant. <laughs> obviously, you have, to, you have no, to say you're being flippant. You have to say it. Um, yes, I force you to be flippant. I think it, it has been one of the great honors in, in on Irish Twitter to have uh, oh, Kirsten Scheel portrait. Yeah. yeah, yeah, get Kirsten. And so that's been something I, wow, these are amazing guests. Um, Pater, you, there's other people to attack, of course, aren't there? Um, we, other I, people to thank. Uh, yeah, the, um, there's so many, there's so many. Like there's all the, the regulars, all the people who were with us right the way through um, from guests like Emer, Shun, Ola, uh, even Oscar, um, who's Cloda. popped up on a couple of episodes. Cloda, so many. Uh, we're going to we're going to leave people out, so so apologies. But just to every single one of the listeners, right the way through, um, the interaction around episodes and the likes, it's been absolutely fantastic. Just to to know that we've been creating something that some people have enjoyed and that some people have gotten worked up about, it's it's brilliant. It's fantastic, and every single interaction about any kind of content that we created has been has been great. And in particular, to like everyone who's here um, this evening, I keep. I keep hitting my microphone with my headphones, which is not a good thing. But to everyone who's been here this evening, like I, you're the you, you're the best ones. You're the you're the very best fans. If you're listening to this right now, you are the rightiest, most lovely, bestest fans in 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 the whole world, and we love you. We love you so much. You're kind of like family. Yeah. So like, I will only want to see you once a year, but I'll en- <laughs> I'll enjoy that. I'll enjoy that. I'll, um, I'll enjoy I your company. Say a special thank you as well to. In particular, our listeners from abroad, because as an immigrant, it can feel very distant from being home and it can be very difficult to be far away. So having the connection to other Irish people or people with Irish heritage being so far away has been and knowing that we were able to like enter people's headphones and give them that feeling of home. That's for me been the most wonderful thing um, and felt so, so wonderful to be able to do that for people. Um, And yeah, it's been I felt a connection um, being part of it and it's been really, really wonderful. Um, and at home, particularly in COVID times, home didn't feel too far away because of this podcast. So thank you all so much um, for being part of this and for, um, yeah, making me feel a little bit more like I was at home. 
Yeah, I'm going to lose it now. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. Um, sure, look, will we, we stay in touch? Will we stay in touch, lads? We'll stay in touch. We we'll stay in touch. Sure. We'll we'll stay in touch. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, no, see on, we'll see you all on the social medias and on the... Will you, will you keep the Discord going? Will we keep the Discord going? Yes, the Discord going. We're yeah. going to, I'm going to open the Discord up to uh, non-Patreon people. So any, anyone who's enjoyed the show and who's interested in the show and wants to find other fans to chat with, they, the motherfucker Discord is going to be available. It's going to be openly available to people who have an interest in it. And yes, indeed. So we'll never be too far away. Motherfucker will live on as in, in that format, in that and other forms. Yeah. Right. So, I need a fucking drink. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Thank you. You are. Slan. Big Slan. Slan. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Swear to God, one national newspaper calls him honey-toned or honey-voiced, honey-voiced. Honey-toned. Honey-toned even better because that that, that could be my voice or my muscles. fucking gravestone. Here (laughs) lies honey-toned Derek. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. So, okay. I think right. house, housekeeping done. We'll go for a take.